Hi, I'm back. Uh, today, oh, uh, today we will be we 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 will be listening 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 to the Rosary the Rosary for Tuesday. The Rosary for Tuesday is the Sawful Mysteries. Okay, here's the Rosary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come forth to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. For our Holy Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For faith, hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death, amen. For hope, hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. For charity. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, and save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save the souls of the unborn children, all souls in purgatory, all priests and religious, and all marriages and families. The first sorrowful mystery is the agony in the garden. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. He took along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to feel sorrow and distress. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and to the hour of our death. Amen. He said to them, My soul is sorrowful even to death. Remain here and keep watch with me. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. He fell prostrate in prayer, saying, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. To strengthen him, an angel from heaven appeared to him. He was in such agony, and he prayed so fervently that his sweat became like drops of blood falling on the ground. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. He said, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand when the Son of Man is to be handed over to sinners. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. While he was still speaking, Judas arrived, accompanied by a large crowd with swords and clubs, who had come from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Immediately he went over to Jesus and said, Hail, Rabbi, and he kissed him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Then stepping forward, they laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it shall be, the world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, and save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save the souls of the unborn children, all souls in purgatory, all priests and religious, and all marriages and families. The second sorrowful mystery is the scourging at the pillar. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As soon as morning came, the chief priests with the elders and the scribes bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Pilate questioned him, Are you the King of the Jews? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own? Or have others told you about me? My kingdom does not belong to this world. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus answered, You say I am king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to truth. Everyone who belongs to truth listens to my voice. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pilate said to him, What is truth? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. When he had said this, he again went out to the Jews and said to them, I find no guilt in him. But you have a custom that I release one prisoner to you at Passover. Do you want me to release to you the King of the Jews? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. They cried out again, Not this one, but Barabbas. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him scourged. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. After Pilate had Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, Jesus forgive us our sins, and save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who most need of thy mercy. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save the souls of the unborn children, all souls in purgatory, all priests and religious, and all marriages and families. The third sorrowful mystery is the crowning of the thorns. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The soldiers of the governor took Jesus inside the praetorium 
and gathered the whole cohort around him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. They stripped off his clothes and threw a scarlet military cloak about him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Weaving a crown out of thorns, they placed it on his head, and a reed in his right hand. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now is the hour of our death. Amen. Kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. They spat upon him and took the reed and kept striking him on the head. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple cloak, Pilate said to them, Behold the man. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now is the hour of our death. Amen. When the chief priests and the guards saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. They shouted again, Crucify him. Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? They only shouted louder, Crucify him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Then he handed him over to them to be crucified. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be, the world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, and save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most need of thy mercy. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save the souls of the unborn children, all souls in purgatory, all priests and religious, and all marriages and families. The fourth sorrowful mystery is the carrying of the cross. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
When they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak, dressed him in his own clothes, and led him out to crucify him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. As they were going out, they met a Cyrenian named Simon. This man they pressed into service to carry his cross. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. A large crowd of people followed Jesus, including many women who mourned and lamented him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep instead for yourselves and for your children. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Indeed, the days are coming when people will say, Blessed are the barren, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nurse. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. At that time, people will say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills, cover us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. For if these things are done when the wood is green, what will happen when it's dry? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus said, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it shall be, the world without end. Amen. O oh my Jesus, forgive, forgive us our sins, and save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save the souls of the unborn children, all souls in purgatory, all priests and religious, 
and all marriages and families. The fifth sorrowful mystery is the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, but the other criminal rebuked him, saying, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now is the hour of our death. Amen. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Aware that everything was finished, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled, Jesus said, I thirst. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. There was a vessel filled with common wine, so they put a sponge soaked in wine on a sprig of hyssop and put it up to his mouth. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Bowing his head, he handed over the spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. When the soldiers came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs, but one soldier thrust his lance into his side, and immediately blood and water flowed out. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it shall be, the world without end. Amen. Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, and save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save the souls of the unborn children, all souls in purgatory, all priests and religious, and all marriages and families. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn them, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile, Show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sorrowful Mysteries of the Scriptural Rosary. Okay, that's all. Bye. Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading some more from the um from the Table Talk devotional for January. Okay. Um Okay, I'll be reading the article titled A Biblical Theology of Peace. A Peace. It was it was a blustery English day and and a little late a little late a lot wet. I hurried into my into my professor's office for my for my Hebrew tutorial. Embarrassed, I offered a cordial, but was Hebrew Hebrew greeting Shalom. He watched quietly as I took out materials for our for our lesson and then responded, Justin Justin Shalom is more. Then a simp then a simple hello it declares the the health of our of our relationship. Draw out draw out the vowels give the give the word weight because we have peace and that's and that's no small thing. It was a kind it was a, a kind method of restoration and instruction. We could proceed in peace. He even off he even offered tea and biscuits. In a world wrapped with strife, it may seem it may seem obvious to declare peace. To declare peace, no small, no small thing. But the but the biblical understanding of peace, the word, the word shalom, in Hebrew translated into Greek as e i r e n e, involves much more than than the absence of conflict. Shalom expresses wholeness, wholeness, blessing and completeness, exemplified by the by the perfection of God's creation and the and the and the unimpaired harmonious relationships uh, of God with his with his creatures and his and his creatures among themselves. God speaks shalom into into existence. Isaiah chapter forty five for seven, for seven. 
Isaiah chapter 45. Isaiah chapter 45. 45 verse 7. Verse 7. I form, I form the light and create darkness. I bring prosperity and create disaster. I, uh, I, the the Lord, I the Lord do all, do all these things, do all these things, and the, and the entirety of Scripture from Genesis to Revelation chronicles his intention to to restore to fallen humanity that the world that the world that the world issued. From his from his mouth alone might not return to him empty empty, but accomplish his purpose of peace, blessing and whole and wholeness. In the in the beginning, in the beginning, the God us alone, perfect in wholeness, blessing blessing and completeness. Among his among his three persons creates all things in six days, all very good. Creation resembles its creator, and he and he invites it to share in his peace, particularly man, whom he whom he makes in his image. He gives Adam a helpmate to complete him, a garden with every with every good thing to eat, and a and a purpose to 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 multiply, and take domain of of creation, so that he so that he might. Be might be whole. It is. It is. It is a state of shalom, and you can and you can almost hear, and you can almost hear the jubilant greetings of greetings of peace be peace be with you as the as the Lord descends from his from his cosmic throne to walk to walk in peace with Adam and Eve through the garden. Through the garden. Through the garden. Unexpectedly, a frightening scene transpires. One day, God's arrival in the, God, in the garden for fellowship goes, goes, and greeted Shalom has been broken through, man, through man's transgression. Adam. Now fears, now fears nakedness as incompleteness. He accuses his his wife, his wife, his wife, of harming of harming him, rather than rather than rather than making him whole. And he finds the fall, and he finds the fruit, a a curse rather than rather than a blessing. Adam, Adam, and and Eve, and and Eve flee, flee, and hide, trembling at. The trampoline at the, at the expectation of judgment rather, rather than peace. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8 to verse 11. To verse 11. Genesis chapter 
Genesis chapter three, verse eight to verse eleven. Verse eight. Then, then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God, as he was walking in in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of, of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, "Where are you?" He answered, "I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because." I what I was naked, so I hid. And he said, "Who told you that you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the from the tree that I that I that I commanded you not to not to eat from?" In the face of this misery, God speaks remarkable words of shalom to them. Little wonder that Paul describes describes the peace of God and. Uh, describes the peace of God as passing all understanding. Philippians chapter four, verse seven. Verse seven. Philippians chapter four. Philippians. Philippians, chapter four, verse seven, verse seven, and the and the peace and the peace of God, which which transcends all all understanding, will God will God your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In the midst a judgment against against rebellion, God comforts. His children with the with the promise of peace through one who would crush who would crush the head of the lying of the lying murderous serpent. Genesis chapter three, verse fourteen to verse fifteen to verse fifteen. Genesis chapter three. Chapter three, verse fourteen and verse fifteen. Verse fourteen. So the so the Lord God said to the serpent, "Because because you have done this, curse are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on on your belly, on your belly, and you will and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will and I will put put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers." He will. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Man's sin has turned them away. Their fallen condition, the fallen condition, corrupting harmony into into hostility, vitally represented in the exile. But God, but God is determined, minded to bless them through the through the seed of the woman, and to and to restore. To to himself a remnant, vilely, vilely represented by by the sacrifice that produce that produces garments, garments to cover nakedness. God's pronouncements at the sudden, at the sudden shadowing a shalom, a shalom, portend, portend a slow, costly, costly restoration. But nothing will, but nothing will, will, will. Overturn his ironic 
purposes. Fallen humanity undermines, undermines creation's harmony. But God intervenes against all, against all reasonable expectation and his ju- and his judgments and his judgments carry carry forward his program of peace. The flood cleanses cleanses a world alien under a under a decaying moral order. Genesis chapter six to chapter nine to chapter nine. Okay. Hold on. Uh, where is it? Genesis chapter six to chapter nine. Began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it, and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens. 
Every creature that has the breath of life in it, everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you, two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Noah did everything just as God commanded him. Chapter 7 The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now, I will send rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I have made. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the floodwaters came on the earth. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Pairs of clean and unclean animals, of birds and of all creatures that move along the ground, male and female came to Noah and entered the ark as God had commanded Noah. And after the seven days, the floodwaters came on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, on the 17th day of the second month, on that day all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. On that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal according to its kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings. Pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them came to Noah and entered the ark. The animals going in were male and female of every living thing, as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. For forty days the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than fifteen cubits. Every living thing that moved on land perished, birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth and all mankind. Everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals and the creatures that move along the ground and the birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. The waters flooded the earth for 150 days. Chapter 8 but God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded, 
Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens had been closed, and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth. At the end of the hundred and fifty days, the water had gone down. And on the seventeenth day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the tenth month. And on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains became visible. After forty days, Noah opened a window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven, and it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water over all the surface of the earth, so it returned to Noah in the ark. He reached out his hand and took the dove and brought it back to himself in the ark. He waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. He waited seven more days and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return to him. By the first day of the first month of Noah's six hundred and first year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. By the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife, and your sons and their wives. Bring out every kind of living creature that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase in number on it. So Noah came out together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives. All the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground and all the birds, everything that moves on land, came out of the ark one kind after another. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and, taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offerings on it. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Chapter 9 Then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, Be fruitful, and increase in number, and fill the earth. The fear and dread of you will fall on all the beasts of the earth, and on all the birds in the sky, on every creature that moves along the ground, and on all the fish in the sea. They are given into your hands. Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. Just as I gave you the green plants, I now give you everything. But you must not eat meat that has its lifeblood still in it. And for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal, and from each human being too. I will demand an accounting for the life of another human being. Whoever sheds human blood, by humans shall their blood be shed. For in the image of God has God made mankind. As for you, be fruitful and increase in number. Multiply on the earth and increase upon it.
Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you, and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth, and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. So God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and all life on the earth. The sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These were the three sons of Noah, and from them came the people who were scattered over the whole earth. Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard. When he drank some of its wine, he became drunk and lay uncovered inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it across their shoulders. Then they walked in backward and covered their father's naked body. Their faces were turned the other way so that they would not see their father naked. When Noah awoke from his wine and found out what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan! The lowest of slaves will he be to his brothers. He also said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem. May God extend Japheth's territory. May Japheth live in the tents of Shem. And may Canaan be the slave of Japheth. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. Noah lived a total of 950 years. And then he died. Chapter 10. Okay. And the and the and the scattering from the tower of Babel, we ignite, we, we ignite the creation mandate. Chapter 11, verse 1, verse 1 to verse 9. To verse 9. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1 to verse 9. Now, now the whole, now the whole world had had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to, they said to each other, "Come, let's let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly." They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, "Come, let us build ourselves a city with the, with a tower that reaches to the heavens." So that we may make may make a name for ourselves, otherwise we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower 
the people were building. The Lord said, Ephes, Ephes, one people speaking the same language. They, they have begun, they have begun to do this. The, no, the nothing they plan to do will be, will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so, so they will not, will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over, over, over all the earth and they, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was, it was called Babel because, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, from there, the Lord scattered them, scattered them over the, over the face of the whole earth, of the whole earth. In, in an aimless world, God, God plucks up a, a displaced wanderer, Abraham, for with a family at home and gifts him with withholdness, divine fellowship, and a son to his barren wife. This was to waste us alone. And Abraham is not an, is not an end in, it, in itself, but ten, but an illustration and a means by which, by which God will restore, will restore us alone to all the, to all the nations through, through his, through his offspring, the seed of the other woman who will descend, who will descend from the, from the great nation of Abraham's descendants. See Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to verse 3. Verse three. Genesis chapter 12. Jeez. Chapter 12, verse 1 to verse 3. The Lord has said to Go from your country, your people, and your father's and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will. I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Through you. Galatians chapter three. Verse 15 to verse 18. To verse 18. Galatians. Let me see. It's after 2 Corinthians. Galatians chapter 3, chapter 3, verse 15 to verse 18. Verse 15. Brothers and sisters, let me take, let, let me take a, an example from everyday life. Just as, just as no man can set, can set aside or add to a human covenant that has been, that has been duly established. So it is, so it is in this in this case, in this case, in this case, the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. Scripture does does not say does not say and to seeds, meaning many people. But but 
and two and two. You'll see, meaning one person who is Christ. What I mean is this: the law introduced four hundred thirty years later does not set aside the covenant previously established by God, and thus do do away with the promise. For if the if the if the inheritance depends on the law, then it then it no longer depends on the promise. But God, in His in His grace, gave it gave it to Abraham through a promise. Through a promise, this great nation Israel emerges only after a long travail and virtual death in Egypt. For like, for like, for like, Father Abraham, they were served as an example and means towards Shalom. The slavery was sought from the from the un from the unwholesome curse, the deliverance from from God's power. Through it, through Israel, all nations will know will know this. On, on eagles' wings, he brings them to Mount Sinai, formalizing with them a covenantal relationship. Relationship of of and onto peace expressed by and by and by and invitation for the for the representatives of is of Israel to see him to see him to see him and peace and peace with him with him without fear Exodus chapter twenty four verse nine to verse eleven Exodus chapter. Chapter twenty-four. Okay. Exodus chapter twenty-four, verse nine to verse eleven. Verse And saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a like a pavement made of L A P I S L A Z U L I as bright as bright blue as the sky. But God did not did not raise his hand against the against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God and they and they ate and drank and drank. He sets. He sets a blessed president. We host regularly in Israel through the through the peace offering, a sacrifice, and feast and feast a a covenantal solidarity. Leviticus chapter three, verse one to verse seventeen. To verse seventeen. Leviticus chapter three. Leviticus chapter three, chapter three, verse one to verse seventeen. If your offering is a fellowship offering, and you offer an animal from the herd, Leviticus chapter three. Chapter three: If your offering is a fellowship offering and you offer an animal from the herd, whether male or female, you are to present before the Lord an animal without defect. 
You are to lay your hand on the head of your offering and slaughter it at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall splash the blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons are to burn it on the altar on top of the burnt offering that is lying on the burning wood. It is a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If you offer an animal from the flock as a fellowship offering to the Lord, you are to offer a male or female without defect. If you offer a lamb, you are to present it before the Lord, lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord. It's fat, the entire fat tail cut off close to the backbone, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. If your offering is a goat, you are to present it before the Lord. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From what you offer, you are to present this food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver, which you remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering, a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. Chapter 4. Okay. As well, as well, as through, as through the A-A-R-O-N-I-C, I-C, Congressional, Congressional, Benediction, Benediction of Salome, Numbers, Chapter 6, Verse 24 to Verse 26, to Verse 26. Numbers. Numbers chapter 6. Numbers chapter 6. Chapter 6, verse 24. Verse 24 to verse 26. Verse 24. The Lord, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his, turn his face towards you and give you peace. On the whole, God's covenantal people fail to live under and 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 testify and testify to his to his program as alone. He instructs them with this with his peacemaking characteristics through the through the M O S A I C law. 
and the and the sacrificial system system illuminates his plan to overcome death. But the but the Old Testament church, church time and and again shatters Shalom by performing fellowship with false gods and peace with the with the enemies of God. See Numbers chapter twenty five. Verse one to verse two to verse two. Numbers chapter twenty-five. Chapter verse one and verse two. While Israel was staying in S H I T T I M, the men began to indulge in sexual immortality. With more bright women, who who invited them to to the sacrifice, who invited them to the sacrifices to their gods. The people ate the ate the sacrificial meal and and bowed down before these, before these gods. Even David, inheritor of God's covenantal promises, flees from God into the into the arms of sin. Of sin, two Samuel, chapter eleven. Chapter eleven. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war. David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, "She is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite." Then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him, and he slept with her. Now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanness. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David, saying, "I am pregnant." So David sent this word to Joab, "Send me Uriah the Hittite." And Joab sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked him how Joab was, how the soldiers were, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, "Go down to your house and wash your feet." So Uriah left the palace. And a gift from the king was sent after him, but Uriah slept at the entrance to the palace with all his master's servants and did not go down to his house. David was told Uriah did not go home. So he asked Uriah, "Haven't you just come from a military campaign? Why didn't you go home?" Uriah said to David, "The ark in Israel and Judah are staying in tents, and my commander Joab and my lord's men are camped in the open country." How could I go to my house to eat and drink and make love to my wife? As surely as you live, I will not do such a thing. Then David said to him, "Stay here one more day, and tomorrow I will send you back." So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. At David's invitation, he ate and drank with him, and David made him drunk. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat among his master's servants. He did not go home. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In it, he wrote, "Put Uriah out in front where the fighting is fiercest. Then, withdraw from him, so he will be struck down and die. 
So while Joab had the city under siege, he put Uriah at a place where he knew the strongest defenders were. When the men of the city came out and fought against Joab, some of the men in David's army fell. Moreover, Uriah the Hittite died. Joab sent David a full account of the battle. He instructed the messenger, When you have finished giving the king this account of the battle, the king's anger may flare up, and he may ask you, Why did you get so close to the city to fight? Didn't you know they would shoot arrows from the wall? Who killed Abimelech, son of Jerobesha? Didn't a woman drop an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died in Thebes? Why did you get so close to the wall? If he asks you this, then say to him, Moreover, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. The messenger set out, and when he arrived, he told David everything Joab had sent him to say. The messenger said to David, The men overpowered us and came out against us in the open, but we drove them back to the entrance of the city gate. Then the archers shot arrows at your servants from the wall, and some of the king's men died. Moreover, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead, David told the messenger. Say this to Joab, don't let this upset you. The sword devours one as well as another. Press the attack against the city and destroy it. Say this to encourage Joab. When Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead, she mourned for him. After the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. Chapter 12 And, 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 his son, his son Solomon, whose name means peace, leads all Israel in apostasy and establishes a pattern of sin that ultimately provokes God's judgment against his people. As the, as the, as the crescendo, a sin rises to mute, to mute God's warning against this, against this E-D-E-N-E-S-Q-U-E cycle of destruction. The false prophets, the false prophets preach peace, preach peace. When there, when there is, when there is, no peace is equal. Chapter 13, verse 10. Verse 10. Okay, Ezekiel. Where, where is Ezekiel? Two hundred seventy-one. Two hundred seventy-one. There we go. It's a chapter thirteen. Chapter thirteen, verse ten. Verse ten. Because that, because they lead. My people astray saying saying peace when there is when there is no no peace and because when they when a flimsy wall is built they cover it with whitewash and God again sends it sends his people first Israel then Judea in exilic judgment judgment by this point you probably won't be surprised to learn that even that even at the at, at the exile at the exile breaking breaking Shalom God God speaks words at comfort Israel has broken Shalom and misled the nations raising the question when will the Messiah the seed of the woman come come 
and finally establish true shalom. When will the prince of shalom usher in a new covenant era? Isaiah chapter 9. Chapter 9. Chapter 9. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you, as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it. Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart, the bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with dressed stone. The fig trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord has strengthened reason's foes against them and has spurred their enemies on. Arameans from the east and Philistines from the west have devoured Israel with open mouth. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. But the people have not returned to him who struck them. Nor have they sought the Lord Almighty. So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and dignitaries are the head. The prophets who teach lies are the tail. Those who guide this people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will he pity the fatherless and widows. For everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks folly. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Surely wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be scorched, and the people will be fuel for the fire. They will not spare one another. 
On the right, they will devour, but still be hungry. On the left, they will eat, but not be satisfied. Each will feed on the flesh of their own offspring. Manasseh will feed on Ephraim, and Ephraim on Manasseh. Together they will turn against Judah. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Chapter 10 Instituting, instituting a permanent realm of peace, Isaiah. Chapter 11 Chapter 11 Chapter 11 A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes. Or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt. And faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. The young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the surviving remnant of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylonia, from Hamath, and from the islands of the Mediterranean. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four quarters of the earth. Ephraim's jealousy will vanish and Judah's enemies will be destroyed. Ephraim will not be jealous of Judah, nor Judah hostile toward Ephraim. They will swoop down on the slopes of Philistia to the west. Together they will plunder the people to the east. They will subdue Edom and Moab, and the Ammonites will be subject to them. The Lord will dry up the gulf of the Egyptian sea. With a scorching wind, he will sweep his hand over the Euphrates River. He will break it up into seven streams, so that anyone can cross over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people that is left from Assyria, as there was for Israel when they came up from Egypt. Chapter 12. When will will God's people seek peace and pursue it? And pursue it. Psalm chapter 34, verse 15. Verse 14, Psalm. Psalm chapter 34. 
shouting, Taunton, from evil and to good, seek peace and pursue it. And pursue it. And all the nations, and all the nations come together in this and this glorious place of rest. Of rest. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 10. Verse 10. Isaiah chapter 11. Chapter 11, verse 10. In that, in that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the, for the peoples, the nations will rally to him and, and his resting place will be glorious. Will be glorious. Okay, that's all for part one. Bye. Hi, I'm back. Oh, this, this is going to be, be part two. Part two of me reading, of me reading the art, the art, the article from that table talk, table talk devotional. Part two. Part two. Okay. In this. Yeah, okay. Part two. All spirits of creation give answer to this question at the birth of the of the, of the incarnated Son of God, Jesus. Zechariah declares that he will that he will guide our feet into the into the way of peace. The the angels extol extol his arrival as as peace among those with whom with whom God is pleased. Luke chapter one verse seventy nine. Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one verse seventy nine to shine to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the into the path of peace and and for and chapter 2 verse 14 chapter 2 Luke chapter 2 verse 14 verse 14 glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom on whom his favor rests expectations are this are the seed of the woman or not or not Disappointed, what a kingdom of Salome. Jesus address, addresses physical and spiritual malady alike, proclaiming liberty to the to the captives, blind, blind, and oppressed. Isaiah chapter Isaiah chapter chapter sixty one, verse one, verse one. Isaiah chapter sixty one. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has yet sent me 
to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from from darkness for the for the prisoners. Luke chapter four, verse eighteen. Luke chapter four. Luke, Luke chapter four, verse eighteen, verse eighteen, verse eighteen. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the to set the oppressed free, free. Perhaps nothing identifies Jesus as Prince of Peace more than more than when he establishes his new his new covenant of peace with representatives of the new of the New Testament church, the apostles. He offers food and drink in in everlasting fellowship, the bread and wine representing his very body and blood, the means by which by which his words will. Take what take effect. Peace I leave. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. John chapter 14, verse 27. John. John chapter 14. John chapter. Okay. John chapter 14, verse 27, verse 27. Peace I leave, peace I leave with you. My, my peace I, I, I give you. I do, not, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let, do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. Be afraid. At the, at the glorification, God, God speaks shalom. In its final utterance, for Jesus was pierced for our for our transgressions upon him was that was the was the chastisement that brought uh, that brought us peace and with his, and with his wounds we are healed. Isaiah chapter fifty three, verse five. Isaiah chapter fifty three. Isaiah. Isaiah chapter fifty three. Isaiah chapter fifty three, verse five, verse five. But he, but he was pierced for our transgressions; he was crushed for our iniquities. the The punishment that brought uh, that brought his peace was was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We are healed. Expectations of the seed of the woman are not are not disappointed. What day? What a kingdom of Siloam. This point out of God's wrath against sin becomes a becomes another flood of cleansing, a river. A Siloam point out point out from from Jesus' sight the atoning the atoning blood. Of the cross, 
of the clothes. We concealing those for whom? Yeah. We concealing those for whom? He died. He he died. For we concealing those for whom? He died. He died. To the to the to the father. To the father. In heaven restoring to them wholeness, completeness and blessing. And blessing. And blessing. See Isaiah chapter sixty six. Verse 12. Verse 12. Isaiah chapter 66. Okay. Isaiah chapter sixty-six, verse twelve. Verse twelve. For this, for this is what the Lord says: I will extend peace to her like a river, and the wealth of nations like a flooding stream. You will, you will nurse and and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees, on her knees. Colonias chapter one, verse twenty. Verse 20, Colonius. Mm. 845. Colonius chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 20. Verse 20. And through him, and, and through him, to, to reconcile, to himself, to himself, all things, whether, whether things on earth or, or things in heaven, by make, by making peace through his, through his blood shed on the cross. How meaningful and moving is, is the resurrected Christ's appearance to his disciples. Like Adam, the disciple, the disciples cower in hiding, but the, but the Lord of peace neither, neither inquires nor, nor condemns, but declares, but declares solemn to you. He enjoys a meal of a fellowship with them, dismissing, dismiss, dismissing any thought of hostility at their, at their abandonment. Luke chapter 24. Verse 36 to verse 43. To verse 43. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24, verse 36, verse 36 to verse 43. Why are they, war, 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 why are they, war, still speaking about this? Jesus himself stood 
among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to 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 them, "Why are you, why are you troubled? And why do do doubts rise in your minds? Look at look at look at my hands and my feet. It is it is I myself. Touch me and see and see. A ghost does not have does not have flesh and bones as you see I have." When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet, and while they still they still did not did not believe it because uh, because of joy and amazement, he asked them, "Do you have anything here to eat?" They gave him a piece of boiled fish, and he and he took it and ate it in their presence. In their presence. Finally. Finally, he breathes the Holy Spirit on them. A new creation has begun. The cause has turned to blessings alone has been restored. This restoration reaches reaches into 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 the into into the four corners of heaven and earth, ever pressing onward of the increase of his of his of his gov of his government and of peace. There will be no end. Isaiah chapter nine, verse seven. Verse seven. Isaiah chapter nine. Isaiah. Isaiah chapter nine. Chapter nine. Verse seven. Verse seven. Of the of the greatness of his of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his king and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that from that from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Will accomplish this. Unto its consummation, what blessingness comes to those who have you have been justified by faith and have and have peace with God through our through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter five, verse one. Verse one, Romans. I don't know. Here we go. Romans chapter five, verse one. Romans chapter chapter five, verse one. Therefore, since we since we have been have been justified through faith, we have we have peace with God through through our Lord Jesus Christ. What wholeness is wrought by the God of peace, who by the blood of the of the eternal covenant equips them with with everything, with everything good, good, with everything good that that they that they may that they may that they may do that they may do. Here's it is. Here's where Hebrews chapter thirteen, verse twenty. To verse twenty one, 
verse 21. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 and verse 21. Verse 20. Now may, now may the God of peace, who through, who through the blood of the, of the, of the eternal covenant brought back from the, from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, of the sheep equip you with everything good for for doing his will and may he and may he walk in us in us what is what is pleasing to him through jesus christ through jesus christ to whom to whom be be be, be glory forever and and ever amen amen what harmony is there for those whose hearts and minds are are guarded in, in, in Christ Jesus by the peace of God. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Verse 7. Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And the, and the, and the, and the peace of God, which, which transcends all, all, all understanding well, God, well, God, your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, who carry, who carry on his mission and his power equipped with the shoes of the, of the gospel of peace, they, they bear witness that for, that for believers, Jesus is their peace, is their peace, having, having, Jesus is the peace, having, Broken down, broken down the wall of hostility between them, between them and God, and between one another. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. Chapter 2, verse 14. Verse fourteen, for he, for for he, for he himself is 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 our peace, who was made who has made the two group the two groups one and has and has and has destroyed destroyed the barrier the 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 dividing wall of hostility and hostility representatives from every from every nation. From all, from all tribes and, and peoples and languages. Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. Verse 9. Revelation. Revelation chapter 7. Chapter 7, verse 9. Verse 9. After this I looked, and there... Before me was was a great multitude that no one could count from from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the before the throne and before the and before the Lamb. 
they were they were wearing white robes and were holding and were holding palm branches in their hands. We were were open the doors so that Jesus might might come into them and, and eat and eat with them and they with him. Revelation chapter three verse twenty. Verse twenty. Revelation chapter three. Chapter 3, verse 20, verse 20. Here, here, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears, hears my voice and opens the door, I will, I will come in and eat with that, with that person and they with me. Anticipating that the final meal of covenantal peace at the at the at the marriage supper at the marriage supper at the at the Lamb Revelation chapter nineteen verse six to verse eight. <laughs> chapter nineteen. Chapter nineteen, verse six to verse eight. Verse six. Then I then I heard what sounded. Like a great multitude, like the war of rushing waters, and like and like loud pours of thunder, shouting hallelujah for our what for our for our Lord God Almighty reigns reigns reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give Him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and and His bride has made His maid herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the for the righteous acts of God's holy people. Holy people. Holy people. When 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 Jesus was usher, usher in usher in the new heavens and the new earth, void of brokenness, curse and want, for love, for love, for love. Shalom forevermore as you rejoice as you rejoice say say shalom to to yourself draw out draw out the flowers give the word give the word wait because we have we have peace and that's and that's no and that's no small thing no small thing this pouring out of God's wrath against sin Becomes another flood, a cleansing, a river. Asalom pouring out from, from Jesus' side. The, the, the atoning blood of the, of the cross, reconciling those for whom, for, for whom he died to their, to their father, to their father in heaven, in heaven, restoring, restoring to them wholeness, completeness, and blessing. And blessing. Okay, that's all for part two. Bye. Hi, I'm back. I'll, I'll be rereading. Uh, I'll be reading. Rereading from. Rereading from. From the from the devotional, our daily bread, for. Our daily bread. For December two, for December two, twenty twenty two, one Timothy chapter four, 
verse 12 to verse 16. To verse 16. 1 Timothy. One Timothy chapter four. One Timothy. One Timothy chapter four. Verse twelve to verse sixteen. Verse twelve. Verse twelve. Don't let don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for for the believers in speech and conduct, in love and faith and impurity. Until I come, devote yourself to the to the public reading of scripture, to preaching and to and to teaching. Do not do not neglect your gift which were, which was given you through through prophecy. When the when the body of elder of elders laid their laid their hands on you, be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them, so that so that. Everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and dock your wing closely. Persevere in them. Because if you do, you will. You will save both yourself and your hearers. Set an example for the believers in speech and conduct, in love and love, in faith and in purity. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. Who you are. In 2011, after a decade of childlessness, my wife and I chose to start to start a fresh in a in a new country, exciting as the as the move was. It required my leaving my my leaving a a a broadcast career, which I miss. Feeling lost, I asked I asked my friend L I A M for advice. I I don't know. I don't know what my what my calling is is anymore. I told L I A A M dejectedly. You are not. You are not broadcasting here. He he asked. I said I wasn't. And how is your is your marriage surprise? At his at his change of topic, I told L I I M that M E R R Y N and I. We're doing well. We face we face heartbreak together together, but emo but emerge closer through the ordeal. Through the ordeal. Commitment commitment is the is the core of the gospel, he said, smiling. Oh how oh how the world needs to see to see to see committed marriages like yours. You may not you may not realize the impact you are ha- you are having already beyond what you what you do simply by by being who you are when a difficult work situation left Timothy dejected the apostle Paul didn't didn't give him give him career goals instead he encouraged Timothy to live a godly life setting an example through his through his speech conduct love Faith and purity. One Timothy chapter four, verse twelve to verse thirteen and verse fifteen.
and verse 15. Bye-bye. One Timothy chapter four, chapter four, verse twelve, verse twelve, and verse thirteen. Don't let don't let anyone look down on you because because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself. To the public, to the public, reading a scripture, to preaching, to preaching, and to and to teaching. Verse fifteen: Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them, so that so, so that everyone may see your progress. Your progress. He would, he would, best, best impact others by living faithfully. It's easy to value our lives based on based on our our career success when when what when what matters most is our character. I had I had forgotten that, but a word of a of truth of truth a gracious act even a even a committed marriage can bring great change because through them because through them. Because through them, something of God, something of God's own goodness, or oh goodness, touches the world. Who has us touched your life, and what and what qualities did they did they have? How can you how can you set an example of faithfulness today? Dear God, help me to remember that the work I do isn't as isn't as isn't as important as the as a person I become. Please, please make me please make me more like you to disco- to discover more to discover more about about who you are who you are in Christ visit O O D O D B U dot O R G backslash S F one three zero Bible in a year, Ezekiel chapter 42 to chapter 44. 1 John chapter 1. Chapter 1. Ezekiel chapter 42. Ezekiel chapter 42. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. 271. Two hundred 
71. Ezekiel chapter 42. And led me northward into the outer court and brought me to the rooms opposite the temple courtyard and opposite the outer wall on the north side. The building whose door faced north was a hundred cubits long and fifty cubits wide, both in the section twenty cubits from the inner court and in the section opposite the pavement of the outer court, gallery faced gallery at the three levels. In front of the rooms was an inner passageway, ten cubits wide and a hundred cubits long. Their doors were on the north. Now the upper rooms were narrower, for the galleries took more space from them than from the rooms on the lower and middle floors of the building. The rooms on the top floor had no pillars, as the courts had, so they were smaller in floor space than those on the lower and middle floors. There was an outer wall parallel to the rooms in the outer court. It extended in front of the rooms for 50 cubits. While the row of rooms on the side next to the outer court was 50 cubits long, the row on the side nearest the sanctuary was 100 cubits long. The lower rooms had an entrance on the east side as one enters them from the outer court. On the south side, along the length of the wall of the outer court, adjoining the temple courtyard and opposite the outer wall, were rooms with a passageway in front of them. These were like the rooms on the north. They had the same length and width with similar exits and dimensions. Similar to the doorways on the north were the doorways of the rooms on the south. There was a doorway at the beginning of the passageway that was parallel to the corresponding wall extending eastward, by which one enters the rooms. Then he said to me, The north and south rooms facing the temple courtyard are the priests' rooms, where the priests who approach the Lord will eat the most holy offerings. There they will put the most holy offerings, the grain offerings, the sin offerings, and the guilt offerings, for the place is holy. Once the priests enter the holy precincts, they are not to go into the outer court until they leave behind the garments in which they minister, for these are holy. They are to put on other clothes before they go near the places that are for the people. When he had finished measuring what was inside the temple area, he led me out by the east gate and measured the area all around. He measured the east side with the measuring rod. It was 500 cubits. He measured the north side. It was 500 cubits by the measuring rod. He measured the south side. It was 500 cubits by the measuring rod. Then he turned to the west side and measured. It was 500 cubits by the measuring rod. So he measured the area on all four sides. It had a wall around it 500 cubits long and 500 cubits wide to separate the holy from the common. Chapter 43 Then the man brought me to the gate facing east, and I saw the glory of the God of Israel coming from the east. His voice was like the roar of rushing waters, and the land was radiant with his glory. The vision I saw was like the vision I had seen when he came to destroy the city, and like the visions I had seen by the Kibar River. And I fell face down. The glory of the Lord entered the temple through the gate facing east. Then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple. 
While the man was standing beside me, I heard someone speaking to me from inside the temple. He said, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place for the soles of my feet. This is where I will live among the Israelites forever. The people of Israel will never again defile my holy name. Neither they nor their kings by their prostitution and the funeral offerings for their kings at their death. When they placed their threshold next to my threshold and their doorposts beside my doorposts with only a wall between me and them, they defiled my holy name by their detestable practices. So I destroyed them in my anger. Now. Let them put away from me their prostitution and the funeral offerings for their kings, and I will live among them forever. Son of man, describe the temple to the people of Israel, that they may be ashamed of their sins. Let them consider its perfection, and if they are ashamed of all they have done, make known to them the design of the temple, its arrangement its exits and entrances, its whole design and all its regulations and laws. Write these down before them so that they may be faithful to its design and follow all its regulations. This is the law of the temple. All the surrounding area on top of the mountain will be most holy. Such is the law of the temple. These are the measurements of the altar in long cubits, that cubit being a cubit and a handbreadth. Its gutter is a cubit deep and a cubit wide, with a rim of one span around the edge. And this is the height of the altar. From the gutter on the ground up to the lower ledge that goes around the altar, it is two cubits high, and the ledge is a cubit wide. From this lower ledge to the upper ledge that goes around the altar, it is four cubits high, and that ledge is also a cubit wide. Above that, the altar hearth is four cubits high, and four horns project upward from the hearth. The altar hearth is square, twelve cubits long and twelve cubits wide. The upper ledge also is square, fourteen cubits long and fourteen cubits wide. All around the altar is a gutter of one cubit, with a rim of half a cubit. The steps of the altar face east. Then he said to me, Son of man, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. These will be the regulations for sacrificing burnt offerings and splashing blood against the altar when it is built. You are to give a young bull as a sin offering to the Levitical priests of the family of Zadok, who come near to minister before me, declares the Sovereign Lord. You are to take some of its blood and put it on the four horns of the altar and on the four corners of the upper ledge and all around the rim, and so purify the altar and make atonement for it. You are to take the bull for the sin offering and burn it in the designated part of the temple area outside the sanctuary. On the second day, you are to offer a male goat without defect for a sin offering, and the altar is to be purified as it was purified with the bull. When you have finished purifying it, you are to offer a young bull and a ram from the flock, both without defect. You are to offer them before the Lord, and the priests are to sprinkle salt on them, 
and sacrifice them as a burnt offering to the Lord. For seven days you are to provide a male goat daily for a sin offering. You are also to provide a young bull and a ram from the flock, both without defect. For seven days they are to make atonement for the altar and cleanse it. Thus they will dedicate it. At the end of these days, from the eighth day on, the priests are to present your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings on the altar. Then I will accept you, declares the Sovereign Lord. Chapter 44 Then the man brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, the one facing east, and it was shut. The Lord said to me, This gate is to remain shut. It must not be opened. No one may enter through it. It is to remain shut because the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered through it. The prince himself is the only one who may sit inside the gateway to eat in the presence of the Lord. He is to enter by way of the portico of the gateway and go out the same way. Then the man brought me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple. I looked and saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple of the Lord, and I fell face down. The Lord said to me, Son of man, look carefully, listen closely, and give attention to everything I tell you concerning all the regulations and instructions regarding the temple of the Lord. Give attention to the entrance to the temple and all the exits of the sanctuary. Say to rebellious Israel, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Enough of your detestable practices, people of Israel. In addition to all your other detestable practices, you brought foreigners uncircumcised in heart and flesh into my sanctuary, desecrating my temple while you offered me food, fat, and blood, and you broke my covenant. Instead of carrying out your duty in regard to my holy things, you put others in charge of my sanctuary. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. No foreigner uncircumcised in heart and flesh is to enter my sanctuary, not even the foreigners who live among the Israelites. The Levites who went far from me when Israel went astray and who wandered from me after their idols must bear the consequences of their sin. They may serve in my sanctuary, having charge of the gates of the temple and serving in it. They may slaughter the burnt offerings and sacrifices for the people and stand before the people and serve them. But because they served them in the presence of their idols and made the people of Israel fall into sin, therefore I have sworn with uplifted hand that they must bear the consequences of their sin, declares the Sovereign Lord. They are not to come near to serve me as priests or come near any of my holy things or my most holy offerings. They must bear the shame of their detestable practices. And I will appoint them to guard the temple for all the work that is to be done in it. But the Levitical priests, who are descendants of Zadok, and who guarded my sanctuary when the Israelites went astray from me, are to come near to minister before me. They are to stand before me to offer sacrifices of fat and blood, declares the Sovereign Lord. They alone are to enter my sanctuary. They alone are to come near my table to minister before me and serve me as guards. 
When they enter the gates of the inner court, they are to wear linen clothes. They must not wear any woolen garment while ministering at the gates of the inner court or inside the temple. They are to wear linen turbans on their heads and linen undergarments around their waists. They must not wear anything that makes them perspire. When they go out into the outer court where the people are, they are to take off the clothes they have been ministering in and are to leave them in the sacred rooms and put on other clothes so that the people are not consecrated through contact with their garments. They must not shave their heads or let their hair grow long, but they are to keep the hair of their heads trimmed. No priest is to drink wine when he enters the inner court. They must not marry widows or divorced women. They may marry only virgins of Israelite descent or widows of priests. They are to teach my people the difference between the holy and the common and show them how to distinguish between the unclean and the clean. In any dispute, the priests are to serve as judges and decide it according to my ordinances. They are to keep my laws and my decrees for all my appointed festivals, and they are to keep my Sabbaths holy. A priest must not defile himself by going near a dead person. However, if the dead person was his father or mother, son or daughter, brother or unmarried sister, then he may defile himself. After he is cleansed, he must wait seven days. On the day he goes into the inner court of the sanctuary to minister in the sanctuary, he is to offer a sin offering for himself, declares the Sovereign Lord. I am to be the only inheritance the priests have. You are to give them no possession in Israel. I will be their possession. They will eat the grain offerings, the sin offerings, and the guilt offerings, and everything in Israel devoted to the Lord will belong to them. The best of all the first fruits and of all your special gifts will belong to the priests. You are to give them the first portion of your ground meal so that a blessing may rest on your household. The priests must not eat anything, whether bird or animal, found dead or torn by wild animals. Chapter 40 1 John chapter 1 1 John chapter 1 1 John chapter 1 1 John chapter 1 That which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it and testify to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you 
God is light. In Him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with Him, and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make Him out to be a liar and His Word is not in us. Chapter 2 Okay, that's all for our daily bread. Bye! Hi, I'm back. I'll be doing... I'll be reading through. I'll be reading through the study, the study guide, 40, 40 days through the Bible, through the Bible. Forty days through the Bible, dear friends. I remember the day I closed my eyes as tears fell. And I whispered, God, please either, please either take this longing of my, of my heart away or, or, or show me your answer. I just, I just don't think I can keep hoping for what, for what no longer seems possible. If you have ever prayed a similar prayer, I want you to know you are not alone. Unmet expectations and longings are tough. On the on the human heart, especially when what when what we keep we keep praying for praying for is say is a good thing a reasonable request something we see God we see God blessing others with, and it's and it's at this at this exact point a disposition that that our lives can go in one of two directions. We can we can press into God and long to trust Him more fully, or we can give in to the to the enemy and fall for temptations that will that will leave us even more empty. If He can, if He can get our 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 attention with with, with temptations that falsely that falsely promise to ease the to ease the ache of heaven unmet longing then he can then he can start to fool us with his with his deceptions but remember his ultimate goal isn't to isn't to isn't to comfort us it's to it's to it's to crush us with his with his accusations this is how this is how he works temper tempt 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 deceive deceive accuse he used this method on Eve in the gar- in the garden Genesis chapter three verse six verse six Genesis chapter three Genesis chapter three verse six. 
when the when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he and he ate it, and he ate it. He tried. He tried to use it on Jesus at the end of his of his forty day fast in the desert. Matthew chapter four, verse one to verse eleven. To verse eleven. Matthew chapter four. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to verse 11. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The temple came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, "Man Man shall not live on bread alone. But on, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the, to the holy city and had him stand on the, on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw, throw yourself down, for it is written, he, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will, and they will lift you up in their hands so that, so that you, so that you will not will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is it is also written, Do not do not put the the Lord your God to the to the test. Again the devil took him to wit to a very high mountain and showed him all the all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will I will give you, he said, if you will, if you will. Bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord, worship the Lord, your your God, your God, and, and, and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. And attended him. And it's that and it's the same method. We are warned about near the end of the Bible. In in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to verse 17. To verse 17. 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2, chapter 2, verse 15 to verse 17. Verse 15, do not love, do not love the world or, or anything in the world. If anyone loves, loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For, for everything, for everything in the world, the lust of the, of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, uh, and the pride of life, oh, uh, 
and the pride of life comes not comes not from the from the father but from but from the world the world and it and its desires pass away but whoever but whoever does the will does the will of god lives forever lives forever do not love the world or anything in the world if anyone loves the world love for the father is not in them for everything in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life comes not comes not from the father but from the world the world and, and its desires pass away but who but whoever does the will of god lives forever what does this what is this what does the what does this look lo, look like for us today today lust of the flesh god's not not going to to provide what i need i i need i need to take this into my into my own hands i need to to maintain control lust of the eyes god won't give me give me what i desire i am not satisfied with the with the things god has given me pride alive wanting to wanting to appear appear important god won't god won't god won't give me what what i deserve i'm going to to grasp i'm going to grasp for it myself what our what our souls <laughs> What our souls are truly, are truly longing for, though, is more of God. His, his, his best, his best is that is the only source of true satisfaction. He is the only answer to our every desire. He holds all the all the answers to all our our disappointments and will direct and will direct our desires in His way in His way. In his, in his, in his, in his will, and in his, and in his timing, he's got a, he's got a good plan for good things. That's why it feels so imperative that we do this study together. For the next forty days, we will be feasting on the very thing, on the very thing, on the very thing Jesus you Jesus used to defeat the en- the enemy at the at the end. Of his, of his forty days of fasting, the word of God, Eve's Eve, Eve's dialogue with Satan allowed him, allowed him to weave his, to weave his, to weave his tangled, tangled web of, web of, web of justification. Jesus, on the on the other hand, shut, shut Satan down with the truth of God. We don't have, we don't have, we don't have. To be held hostage by Satan, friend, we are, we are onto him, onto him, and his and his schemes, and the and the and the enemy's power is not is nothing compared to the to the freeing promises of God. We are we are in this in this together. We are in this together, us, us.
Longings, L-O-I-S-A-T-E-R-K-E-U-K-E-U-U-R-S-T. Have you, have you ever wanted something so badly your heart ached with each thought of it? When we are in this, in this place, it seems like life would be, would be so much, so much more complete if we just had, if we just had that, that, that one thing. We even begin to believe that well, that, that one thing will bring us, will bring us more happiness, more contentment, more fulfillment, more satisfaction, more, more sanctification, more peace, more peace. And, 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 and eventually we can start, we can start living for, 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 for one day instead of today, instead of today. More, more peace. To prepare your heart for the study, identify, identify some longings you have. These could be, these could be, these could be longings for your circumstances to change or even for a, for a relationship to change. List, list, list whatever, list whatever, list whatever you have been, you have been hoping and praying for, and praying for. And eventually, we can start living for one day instead of today. Honestly, that would have been an, an understandable, an understandable perspective for the people of God, of God, who waited thousands of years for the for the prophecy of the Messiah to be fulfilled. As we walk through the Bible together for the for the next forty days, it will. Be easy for us to read this, to read this as a as a history book, but we must not not forget the anguish that the that the people of of God would have would have felt at times. It would have it would have been excruciating, waiting for the for these prophecies to be fulfilled. They waited, they waited, and and waited some more, and waited even longer. They knew what it felt what it felt like to ache with longing with longing for something for something for something for something for something that had that had not yet not yet come to pass. Longings are complicated feelings. They are desires within 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 intensity and drive behind them. They consume our our thoughts make us frustrated with others and even and even make us question God. It's not it's not that it's not that all all longings are bad, but as but as we we will see in our study, if we if we become if we become so convinced that, that the only way for us to feel better is to get is to get what we what we long for our longings can't can become misdirected. We can end up seeking things, seeking things, seeking things outside of a, of God's of God's best for us, for for us, of God's best for 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 us that that have that have that have the false promise of fulfillment and satisfaction.
but only but only bring more and more confusion, deeper bondage and entrapment and entrapment. How can how can how can unhealthy motives mo motives driving 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 your your longings cause problems. Our longings produce an ache within us. And the and the enemy loves to use this to tempt us, to tempt us, to turn away from God and ultimately and ultimately turn inward to satisfy our longings. Turning inward tempts us, tempts us to look to look to things like food, relationships, money and success for our satisfaction. But these things but these things void of God will leave us, will leave us reckless. James wrote, but such person, but such person is tempted when he is, when he is Lord, and when he is Lord, and in trance, and in trance, by his own, by his own desire, then desire, when it, when it has, when it has, when it has, conceive, gives birth to sin, and when, and sin, and, and sin, when it is, when it is, when it is, Fully grown brings forth death. James chapter 1, verse 14 to verse 15, ESV. 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 James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Verse fourteen to verse fifteen. Verse fourteen. But 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 each person is tempted when they are when they when they are dragged away by their own by their own evil desire and entrance. Then after then after then after desire has conce has conceived it it gives birth to sin and sin when it is when it is. Fully grown gives birth to death, to death, to death. Scholar, pastor, theologian, and church father Saint Augustine said, "Our hearts are restless until they, until they rest in you. There is a, there is a spiritual and physical reality to our longing, and we see it, and we see it play out." In the human heart, physical, physically, our our bodies long for food and water. It doesn't take long for us to be to be desperate for both. And spiritually, we have the we have the same longings. We have we have the same longings. Only for only for many of us, we live we live chronically dehydrated. Looking to sources, looking to sources for for for, for satisfaction that were that were that were that were never meant to satisfy. Read Amos chapter eight, verse eleven to verse thirteen. Below, below, below. Amos, where is Amos? Amos, where are you?
Here it is. Here it is. 403. Here we go. Amos chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse 11 to verse 13. Verse 11. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, when I will send a, a famine through the land, not a famine of food or a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. People, where will we stagger from sea to sea and wander from north to east, searching for the word of the, of the Lord, but they will, but they will not find it. And that day, the loving, the lovely, the lovely young woman, young woman, and strong and strong young men will faint because of thirst. Because of thirst. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine of food or a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. People will, people will stagger from sea to sea and wander from north to east, searching for, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will, but they will not, not find it. In that day, the lovely young, young woman and strong and strong young men will, will faint because of thirst, because of thirst. What type, what type of famine did God predict? How will people respond? God was promising to send a flood unlike, unlike any other. But it would, but it would not be, not be a thirst for physical water. It would be, it would be a thirst for living water. The source of our, of our living water is God. In Jeremiah chapter, chapter, in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, we read, My people ha have committed two sins. They have, they have, they have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that, that cannot hold water. The actual Hebrew word is in spring, its, its source. So we can, so we can actually read it like this. My people ha have committed two sins. They have, they have, they have, they have, they, they have forsaken me, the source of living water. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. Verse 13. Jeremiah chapter 2. Jeremiah chapter 2, chapter 2, verse 13. Jeremiah chapter 2.
Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. Verse 13. My, pe- my people have my people have, a, have committed two sins. They have they have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns, that that cannot hold water. Hold water. What are some what are some broken cisterns that people are turn, are turning to in our world today? What does the Bible tell tell us tell us that broken the broken cisterns cannot do? We remember what remember what we we just read in Amos. God tell God tells his people there will there will come a day when they when they were thirst. They were thirst without without being quenched. What are they? What are they really thirsting for? The same thing we are. We are thirsting for God. We are thirsting for the living water of God. But instead of going to His to His well of life, we keep digging. We keep digging broken cisterns, seeking 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 satisfaction. Satisfaction. Satisfaction from 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 soiled substitutes. We keep we keep we keep trying to quench to quench to quench that deep soul that deep soul longing only God can quench. And I believe this that that this this misplaced seeking has led has led to an to an absolute famine in in our land in our land. Of the word of God, uh, of God. As we start to study together, identify some things you are hoping to learn or experience. Write out a prayer for God to meet you, to meet you, and satisfy the longing of your heart for Him. Let's pay. Let's pay attention to what we are. We are. You. We are using. We are using. To try to try to quench our thoughts, and then let's let resolve to turn to God and His and His Word. Especially if we keep if we keep finding finding ourselves drinking drinking from sources other than Him as we journey through the storyline of Scripture in forty days, we find we find deeply rooted into the into the into the sentences. Verses, chapters, and books of the script of the scriptures, the reality of longing, longing, fleshed out, fleshed out in very and very specific ways. Humanity, humanity, e- essentially, essentially longs for eight things, for eight things that we will that we will discuss each week. Week one, purpose. Week two, freedom. Week three, security. Week four, rescue. Week five, redemption. Week six, fulfillment. Week seven, identity. Week eight, crisis return. The pages of scripture are filled with examples of humanity's feeble, feeble, feeble attempts to find to find satisfaction through the through that through the through the pursuit of these of these eight longings. As we go through, as we go through, 
the Bible in 40 days. We will, we will witness both the, both the devastation and, 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 and great joy of longing of when our souls, our souls were, were tailor made to be, to be filled with God and his truth. That means, that means nothing else, that means nothing else will be, will be able to seep into every, into every part of us. Nothing else will be, will be, will be able, will be able to start. Nothing else will be able to, to refresh, restore, and, and transform us. Nothing else will ever, ever truly satisfy our soul. Our soul. Longing, longing, longing for purpose. Week one. J O E L M U D D A M A L L E. Week one. Take a moment and recall the first time, the first time. Someone asked you, what do you want? What do you want to be when you, when you grow up? How old were you? How did, how did you answer that question? Why did you, you, you answer the way you did? The answer is directly connected to how we try to find our place in this world, figuring out our, our, our place, our, our place comes from, comes from, comes from understanding our purpose. Purpose. We long for purpose because God created us for a, for a purpose wrapped up in that. And that purpose is the biblical, it's a biblical truth, truth that our, that our, that our, that our purpose involves dignity and density. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to verse 27. To verse 27. Genesis chapter 1. Chapter 1. Verse 26 and verse 27. Then God said, Let us make man, let us make, make mankind in our image and our likeliness. So that they, so that they may rule, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock, over the livestock and all the and all the wild animals and over all the all the cre all the creatures that move along the ground along the ground. So God created mankind in his in his in his own image. In the image of God, he created the male and female. He created them. He created them. Reminds us that humanity is made in the likeliness and image of God. God graciously bestowed, bestowed the mark of his image upon his children. This image gives us a status that cannot, that cannot be taken away. And a dignity unlike in any other created thing. With this, with this dignity in mind, we are, we are set up to work, to work out, to work out God's purpose for our lives. We find the first, we find the first commission God gave, God gave to, to Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Verse 28.
Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Verse 28. Verse 28. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every, every, every living creature that moves on the ground. Where God gives humanity domain over the earth and commands them to be, to be fruitful and multiply and fill, and fill the earth with, with image bearers of God. Here we have the, have the, have the foundations of the, of the intended purpose of God for, for humankind. God intended for us to be his faithful representatives, to be his faithful representatives and spread and spread his glory, his glory from Eden to the, to the ends of the earth. Therefore, therefore, humanity's purpose is integrally, is integrally tied, tied to the, to the, to the work and will of God in Genesis Chapter three, the fall, the fall disrupts God's intended purpose for humanity, but does not destroy it. We now live in the tension between the, between the purpose of God and the purpose of man, of man. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21, Proverbs chapter 19. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21, verse 21. Many are, many are, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails, that prevails, captures not only, not only the tension, but the outcomes. Many are the plans in the, in the mind of a man. But it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand one of the one of the most important decisions we must make. That is, that is not a not a not a one and done, but a but a continual intentional decision is to is to follow the purpose of God. Sin sin tempts us to follow our thoughts, intentions, and longings. For our wolf, our own purposes, and the and the fruit of this can can tragically result in adultery. This week we will we will explore the the intersection of God's purpose and the purpose of man, beginning with Adam and Eve and wrapping up with Abraham. We will see we will see the great blessing and joy that come that comes from from, from obedience. And submitting to the purpose of God, purpose of God, we will we will also see we also see the other the other destruction that take that takes place when 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 humanity attempts to attempts to exalt their own the their own purpose, ignoring ignoring and reject and rejecting the purpose of God, of God.
Week one, day one, creation. God, in his grace, created a good world. Wendy, blight. Today's reading, Genesis chapter one and chapter two. And chapter two. Genesis chapter one and chapter two. Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years, and let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth, across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea, and every living thing with which the water teems, that moves about in it, according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning 
the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Chapter 2 Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden. From there it was separated into four headwaters. The name of the first is the Pishon. It winds through the entire land of Havilah, where there is gold. The gold of that land is good. Aromatic resin and onyx are also there. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It winds through the entire land of Cush. The name of the third river is the Tigris. It runs along the east side of Asher. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. 
But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. Chapter 3 Okay. And God saw, and God saw, and God, and God saw everything that he, that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. Verse 31. Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. Verse 31. God saw all that he that he had made, and it was very good. And there was, and there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Day by day, God, God created, God created, God created everything good. God spoke, God spoke, and, and, and transformed, and transformed, formless, formless, and empty, into light and order. There was no chahos, no evil. Even the even the darkness of the other night had a good purpose. To bless to bless and sustain life. God called his creative his creative work good on each on each day, except for except for the sixth day. That day he described he described his work his work differently because God because God created some he, he described his work differently because God created something. God created something very special, very special on this day. Who does God create? Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Verse 27. Verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male. And female, he created them. What words did God speak in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to verse 27? Verse 26. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image and our likeliness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the, the ground. So God created mankind 
in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. What does what does it mean? What does it mean to you that you have that you have been made in the image of God? Why do you think? Why do you think God causes causes creation very good instead of good? Genesis chapter one verse thirty one. Verse thirty one. Verse thirty one. God saw all that he that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Genesis chapter two gives gives more gives more specifically on who on who on who on who God created on the sixth day. Read Genesis. Chapter 2, verse 18, and verse 21 to verse 22. To verse 22. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Verse 18. The Lord God, the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make, I will make a helper suitable for him. Verse 21. Verse 21 and verse 22. So so the so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God then the Lord God made made a woman from the whip he had taken out of the out of the man, and he and he brought her to the man to the man. Who else does God create? Circle. Or write down how many how how many times you see the word you see the word good in chapter two. As we consider the word longing, what did God what did God identify identify as lacking in Adam's life? Genesis chapter two verse eighteen. Verse eighteen. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Who fit, Who fulfilled that longing? Genesis chapter 2, verse 21 to verse 23. Verse 21. Verse, verse 21. So, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh, with flesh, with flesh. Then the Lord God made made a woman from the whip he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. Out of man. While this, while this is a picture of marriage, it also, it also shows that that God has a has a has designed humanity for for fellowship with one another. Describe a, describe a friend or or family member for whom for whom for whom you are grateful. You are grateful. It's important that we understand that, that we understand good to mean to me more than simply the simply beautiful. Oh well made we read 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 Ecclesiastics chapter seven verse twenty nine 
verse 29. Claudius. Ithaca, yeah. Ecclesiastics, where is that? Where is that? Ecclesiastics. One thousand five. Whoops. Okay. Elastics chapter seven. Chapter seven, verse twenty nine. Verse twenty nine. Verse twenty nine. This only, this only have, this only have. I found God created, God created, God created, God created mankind, mankind upright. But they have, but they have, but they have, but they have gone, but they have gone in search of many schemes, of many schemes. Identified another word. That speaks of God's creation and relates to the to the word good. What does this what does this teach about how God made mankind? Tucked in this and this wonderful creative work of God, we find a great promise. We find the hope that God has a plan, has a plan bigger than what than what we see in the in the hard places in our lives. Bigger than the mess in which we may we may find ourselves. These places and messes may fight may frighten, unsettle, and confuse us. Even lead us to to feelings of fear, anxiety, and hopelessness. But God, through the through the through the creation account, brings hope. Creation shows us shows us God is sent is an expert at beginnings. Good, good beginnings. Because of this, we can we can trust him when circumstances arise that we may not that we may not that we may not understand or may question. We can we can trust him when when he creates or allows or allows circumstances that lead that lead us out that lead us out of what of what feels safe and comfortable. God has God has. Not not change since since Genesis chapter one. Scripture tells tells us he is he is never changing, never changing. M A L A C C J I chapter three verse six. Verse six. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What is this? M A L five hundred one one thousand five hundred one almost there. There we go. Chapter three, chapter three, for six, for six. Verse six, I the I the Lord do not change. So you, the descendants of, J, of Jacob, 
are not are not destroyed. Hebrews chapter thirteen, verse eight. Hebrews chapter thirteen. Okay, Hebrews chapter thirteen. Chapter thirteen, verse eight. Verse eight. Where is it? Where is it? Verse eight. Jesus, Jesus Christ is the is the same yesterday and today and forever and forever. The God of Genesis chapter one is the God of today and the God of forever. Just as he did, just as he did during creation, he, he of creation, he is able. He is able to bring to bring good to all things. He is able. To bring order and beauty in ways that bring hope and confidence. One more question to take us a bit deeper: Did you did you know the Son of God took part in creation? Read John, read John chapter one verse three, verse three. John chapter one. John, chapter one, verse three, verse three. Through him, through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has that has been made. Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse sixteen, verse sixteen. Oh. Colonius, where is it? Where is it? Eight hundred forty-five. Eight hundred forty-five. Colonius, chapter one, verse sixteen. Verse sixteen. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have. Have been created through him and for him and for him, and reflect on what it means to you to you that God the Son the Son made the world made the world. Okay, that's all for day one. Bye.